good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, men and women of very, very known ages. Um, tonight, we come here from Writing the Nerds with another exciting episode. Um, and with my co-host here, I have... Gregor. And Cody. And I'm Ray BG, for all you forgot. And I sort of forgot my entrance there. But tonight, <laughs> as I said, we're bringing you an exciting... Action-packed. Gothic. Dark. Spooky season-timed. And groovy podcast. <laughs> evil. Evil Dead. Evil Dead. The Evil Dead. Woo! The chin that can kill America. Bruce uh, Campbell, that man. Oh, yes. Yeah, he's movie gold. You ever seen Alien Resurrection? Yeah. Or no, 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 no. My bad. Not Alien Resurrection. Alien Apocalypse. Oh, no. It is a god-awful sci-fi B-rate movie starring Bruce Campbell. Well, of course. The entire planet gets taken over by these ant-like aliens. Yes, I remember this B-movie. Bruce Campbell and like <laughs> six other people are on a space station. The white in, like, space suits. Hyper sleep. <laughs> yes. Or in kind of some kind of cryological sleep. <laughs> Bruce Campbell, they it crashes. Bruce Campbell's the only one that survives. He was the resident doctor. Yes. I, those out there in Radio Land couldn't see my air quotes because he was a chiropractor. <laughs> and he chiropractored his way into saving the earth. It was amazing. That That's incredible. Isn't it? I saw him play a terrorist at a ski resort in one movie, and I can't remember what it was called. Oh, um, God, it, I think I know what you're talking about. It always stood out to me because I think he kind of accidentally kills mm. himself at the end. Not even accidentally. It's just like <laughs> one of the last things he says is like it was his birthday. So he's just like, happy birthday with this bazooka mounted on his shoulder. And then like everything explodes. I don't nice. remember. <laughs> and don't forget, he was also on Bird Notice. Oh, Bird Sam Notice, Max. Sam Max, great yes. series. Yes. I think I watched that show just for him. Oh, easily. Oh, God, Bruce Campbell. I mean, the Evil Dead launched his career. Oh, God, yeah. Right out of, I'm pretty sure, uh, I'm not 100%, but I'm pretty sure the Evil Dead was Sam Raimi's student film. Something like that. It was Um, one of his earliest efforts. It was him, his cousin, his brother, and his childhood friend, Bruce. Bruce, childhood friend. And it was shot over, I can't remember if it was like a whole month or a couple weeks in uh, Tennessee. Actually, that makes sense. The uh, And the movie is set in uh, Michigan, and because all of the kids are Michigan State right. college kids. That's right. Can you imagine, in that movie, Bruce Campbell already looks like he is in his 30s or 40s. Yep. And he's supposed to be a college kid. Right. I mean, crazier things have happened. I mean, look at all the high school kids, quote unquote, from Greece. Oh, right. Um, you know, most of them were in their 30s or 40s, uh, especially <laughs> one of the fucking greasers or whatever. Lightning, what is it? Uh, yeah, greasers. Like like that the greasers? Yeah. Uh, the, uh, was the pink ladies? And the, whatever. But yeah, yeah they, one of them was definitely like a 40 year old man. Yeah. Like, it was just like, why? that? Like, I don't believe he's a high school student even a little bit. Right. Um, his, gray, his his five o'clock shadow has gray in it. So, I mean. <laughs> I have to tell so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's funny you say that because I've noticed now watching some of the, the, the movies that's coming out now, the kids shows, especially Disney, they're using adults in these things. Oh, like, yeah. They're supposed to be like 
18, 16, 18, or 20. Oh, yeah. Even though they're about 30 when you look at them. So, well, I've done that I mean, forever, though. I mean, in 90210, oh, yeah. they use a lot of very, very much older actors. Um, yeah. And hell, there's some people. Gabrielle Union played a teenager until her, like, mid 30s. This is true. You know, she yeah, just very. And truthfully, she still kind of looks like she could pull it off. I mean, she's, Gabrielle she has an age. Beautiful. 20, I mean, 20 year old roles now. Can't be, can't be 18 anymore. She finally made it to another decade. <laughs> right. She she went she from will, 16 to 18, from then to 22 to 24. Right. All in the span of, you know, 30 years. <laughs> there you go. What happened? God. I, yeah. I mean, she's a very beautiful woman. Very beautiful woman. Uh, Hell yeah. I can't think of... Wasn't she just on, like, America's Got Talent or something? She, she was. was and yeah, something happened there. And, I think uh, she's on a show now with Jessica Alba. Oh, like no. Kind of it show. is, yeah. yeah. It's uh, uh, LA's Finest, and it is a spinoff of Bad Boys. Gabrielle yes. Union plays oh, her character? Burnett. She's... Yeah, Marcus Burnett's yep. uh, sister. Is she still the same girl? All right. I'm in, then. I mean, I'm... with this last Bad Boys. Hey, Bad Boys for Life. Uh, yeah, she quit the DEA and went and uh, is a homicide detective in, or uh, a vice detective in uh, LA. I say I'm not sure if that's a pay cut. Like, <laughs> but yeah. So, but yeah, she is. I'm I'm actually waiting to hear that, you know, Martin Lawrence, because you know Will Smith ain't coming down. He's not coming down from the A-list God platform that he is on. To come down and slum it on a Fox show, so actually that's fair. I I wouldn't expect it to. Yeah, but, you know, but I I know that Martin Lawrence is definitely hurting for some money right now. He does a lot of comedy shows. He does a lot yeah. of comedy things, tours, and all that stuff. So. Yeah, he does a lot of stand up. He's uh, we are way the fuck off topic. Yeah. We're, 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 we're slowly getting back though. Oh wow, that was kind of funny. Uh, yeah, way off topic. I don't know. We just started talking about we people who are younger, look younger than they are. Well, or adult actors trying to play teenage roles. See, Bruce Campbell, though, like, even though he's older now, he still looks like he could be just about. He dyes his hair. Yeah. I've seen he's got, he, like, when he lets it go sometimes, he's got, he's got gray hair. Oh, yeah. He's starting to gray, but he dyes it. I was just thinking, though, because they were supposed to be doing a game from the Just Cause movies. <laughs> Oh, uh, sorry, a movie, I, a movie from, from Just, Just Cause, Cause Games. Games. <laughs> ah, word salad. But he, uh, <laughs> uh, I was thinking he should definitely play the CIA agent that just constantly gives you weapons and stuff. It, it's basically Sam Axe. It, well, that's the thing. It's basically Sam Axe, essentially just... I totally watched The Rise and Fall of Sam Axe, or The Fall of Sam Axe. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God. I love that. I don't think Randy had even seen the burn notice before she got to before I got to her, um, and then I put her through all seven seasons. So, and she still hasn't quit thanking you, has she? <laughs> uh, I get sideways glances, but it's whatever. But <laughs> so the Necromicon, Necronomicon Ex Mortis. That's right. I have a copy. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Necronomicon. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's not. It's, it's a, one of, It's like rituals. It's and one shit. of the most stolen books, isn't it? One of them. Yeah, I bought mine, along with oddly enough the Bible. So there you go. Uh, I don't know. I would. I would. You would think the the Satanic Bible would be stolen more than that, but I've bought it twice now. So hmm. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's up there. Like well, there. I bought it once and then <clears> kind <throat> of let a friend 
to the to it. You know, it was just like they saw me reading it, asked, started asking questions. They seemed interested, so I just gave it to them. It was like seven bucks. I didn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. So I bought another one. No, I bought it three times because I gave. I wrote uh, on the inside cover of the second one that I bought uh, a thing to a friend of mine and sent it to him because uh, he'd lost his, and then I bought it again. Okay. Uh, I might have even bought it four times because I'm pretty sure one of my copies got water dumped all over it. On accident, it wasn't on purpose. Oh, yeah. I think Randy spilled a drink or something. Oh, yeah. So. It happens. But ne- Necronomicon, it is, it is actually the, the actual book, is uh, very Nietzsche, uh, heavily ripped off of. But, I mean, so is the Satanic Bible. Nietzsche rips off Nietzsche and all kinds of stuff. God's um, dead and whatnot. Yeah, <laughs> Nietzsche, Nostradamus, a bunch of other stuff, but it's still kind of very human esque. Hmm. But uh, the Necronomicon, and I can't even get through it. Like I, I kind of just vaguely just glance through it, hmm. and it's uh, I don't know. It's just a lot of like magic stuff. Oh, yeah. So like rituals and and spells and whatnot. It's it's fun to have, right? But I haven't read much if any of it you know like i said i skimmed it um get a children's necronomicon you can get like right the, the dots on how to make the pentagram right yeah the, right. uh so uh but as we were saying before we got almost derailed ourselves um, <laughs> that we do almost all the time <laughs> sam raimi bunch of friends go out into the woods in tennessee and film this movie um it had critical success. It was a critical, uh, critically successful film. Uh, it made decent profit. They uh, their budget was ninety thousand dollars. It made two point six million. So yeah, that's a nice little payload. Uh, and then when it was wide released, that was just the American release. And then it got wide released and turned into a cult film, a cult uh, favorite. So uh, it got. High praise by Stephen King, which anchored Evil Dead 2 as the thing. Huh, I didn't know that part. Yes, Stephen King was the reason <clears throat> Steve, Evil Dead 2 came about. Thank you, Stephen um, King. And actually, due to studio meddling, Army of Darkness became a thing after, uh, because he kind of pitched the Army of Darkness going back in time in the medieval. He right. pitched it for two. The studio threw a fit and wanted it to be like the original, more like the original. So they went slapsticky as hell. Which mm. I absolutely Which actually worked. It did. Yes, it that. actually worked. It did. And I like the little, um, I guess the puppetronics that they used. In oh, that, yeah. that was awesome. The puppets, the, yeah. uh, the uh, what do they call that? Real effects. Um, practical effects. Yes. Yep. The practical effects, the claymation and stuff. It was hilarious. Honestly, if you look at the first one, so five friends, first movie, five friends, they go on vacation out to Cabin in the Woods. They do. Which Cabin in the Woods story. Yeah, very Cabin in the Woods story. Uh, I think there's three girls in the original version. There's three girls and two guys. Yeah. I think it's Ash, Scott, uh, Linda, Carol, and I can never remember the third girl's name. It was like... (laughs) They're two friends, their girlfriends, and one of the girlfriend's sisters. Um, they find a cellar. In the cellar, they find Dr. What's his name? Noby. Noby's uh, notes and a tape recording and the Necronomicon. Actually, I don't even think it's the Necronomicon in the original movie. 
So I'm actually looking up. This is a, I think it was the diary of, the, of that doctor guy. Yeah, it was like definitely his diary. He took notes on a specific ritual. But I think it was more like the Book of the Dead, but like the Sumerian version instead of the Egyptian okay. version. Oh, yeah, so like, they find it's the Naturum de Monto. Yeah, the Naturum de Monto. So it wasn't even the Necronomicon at this point. Yeah. Um, it was really, the original movie's really slapsticky anyway. Like, it had very goofy elements to it. That's well, it's kind of funny because that's one of the things I like about Sam Raimi is that there's always a little bit of that in all of his stuff. Right, he's got a little humor. He's, <clears throat> I mean, god awful, cranked up to like a twelve when, for fucking Spider-Man three. Whenever Ash is getting flung through the woods in Evil Dead two and those branches are hitting him in the face, yeah, when they're doing that in reverse, it was actually Sam Raimi who was hitting him in the face off camera. Oh god! With the branches, it was like yeah. a, a star. A Empire Strikes Back when Vader's throwing that stuff. It's just people on the outside of the screen throwing shit at Mark Hamill. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I love stuff like that. Um, I really can't wait till we get to uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead. But we got a little distance to cover first. Yes, we because Shelley was the other two. Shelley, that's right, Shelley. Um, and can we skip the god awful twenty thirteen reboot? Yeah. We can. Okay. I saw that. I wasn't. I wasn't impressed. Uh, yeah, it's it too much. Too it much. was supposedly a, a soft reboot slash continuation. I don't see how it was either. Uh, it was just bad. No. Um, and all they really did was instead of a guy that's the main character, it's a girl. Mm-hmm. Just one of the laziest decisions ever. Yeah, um, I mean. They have horror movie tropes where you can practically guarantee that at least one of the women's going to walk out of it. Except right. the Evil Dead never really had that. The no, women always was, die at the end. Yep. Everybody dies except Ash, pretty much. Yep. Except for Army of Darkness when he goes back to the future and saves the kingdom. That's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite. I can't wait to get the Army of Darkness because of the movies, oh, it's goodness. my favorite. Oh, yeah. Easily. Easily my favorite. And it was the one they didn't Did want Sam Raimi right? to do. Are you sure you got the <laughs> right, right. You said the words. Ah, uh, yeah, I said them. Maybe not every single syllable, but I said them basically. I remember that movie. I watched. I watched that. Uh, you're good, Ash. I'm bad, Ash. You're <laughs> Mister Good and Tucci. Mister Good and Tucci. I might have missed a few, but bad. I said them. I'm the guy with the gun. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Uh, he's and got so many dick so. waving. Lines in that movie. He has Every oh, yeah. everybody re- will remember though that probably one of the. It's so. Li- it's one movie. line that I know everybody remembers. You see this? This, this is my boomstick. Yeah. <laughs> Double barrel Remington twelve gauge uh, dual action retails for about one hundred and thirty nine ninety nine. Sporting goods. S smart. <laughs> Shop smart. Shop S smart. You got that! <laughs> right? I, oh, God. And I'm kind of wondering, because I don't know if anybody could have been Ash but Bruce. Right, like, Bruce Campbell. He's almost got that William Shatner overacting <laughs> down. Oh, you're 100% right on that. Like, and, he is so but hammy. He also, like I, like but I mentioned. But it's in a good way. Yeah, like I mentioned uh, before we started, too, is he has that classic 1940s, like, leading man charisma from old Hollywood, too. 
So any oh, yeah. of those dick waving moments that he has, you're just like, that's Humphrey Bogart telling somebody oh, fuck, to yeah. piss off. Right. Like, that's, oh, that is absolutely what it is. Yeah. And, Have you guys seen Bubba Hotep? Yes. yes. Oh my God. Ash Williams as Elvis Presley. <laughs> oh my it's God. just amazing. That that movie needs Oh, yeah. Um, like we watched it at a drive in theater. Ooh, and um be fun. And there awesome. and it was both the movies. The first one like kind of freaked me out. <laughs> and then the second one I was just like Cool. And the funniest part that I think was when he was like, when the dude turned into a skeleton, he was like, I've got a bone to pick with you. Yeah, yeah. So many cheesy li- like one-liners in that movie, in these movies. They're so great. Uh, I love basically how Ash just basically loses his mind in the second movie. Yeah. yeah he's like, We're just kind of all over the place. And Well, the first one, like, I mean, it's kind of... If you've seen Evil Dead 2, you've kind of seen the first one. Right. Like, the first one and the second one are basically the same movie. The only difference is the ending. Yes. And that's only because the ending leads, for the second one, leads into Army of Darkness. Yeah. Um, I also love how uh, Linda, the actress for Linda, Mm. changes every time you see her. Yep. It's a different woman every time. Almost to the point where I would get mad. If Linda were to show up and it was one of the same actresses from the past, I would be pissed off. <laughs> like, I would. I would uh, straight I, be pissed off. I completely understand um, that. At this point, it was about as mad as I was when Bill Paxton didn't show up in Alien versus Predator 2 because he was yeah. in Aliens and he was in Predator 2. Right. And I thought he should be in Alien versus Predator 2. But it didn't happen and I was pissed off. Right. So... Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. Cause I mean, it was a different woman in Ash versus the Evil Dead too. Yeah. Like it was definitely a younger actress. Okay. Um, she looked like she was about 20 when, <laughs> you know, Ash is definitely middle-aged. Uh, but I guess she was supposed to die in her twenties. So, uh, so the, there's a little bit of, we say that the first and the second one, are basically the same movie. Mm. There are differences. Yeah. There are five friends that go in the first one. In the second one, it's just Ash and Linda. Mm. And I think people show up. And in the third one, it doesn't even matter. But, like, because, I mean, they go, to, yeah. they go to the Middle Ages, right. Arthurian times, you know. Uh, I, I loved, in the second one, the... The granny, the deadites, you know. Yes. In the second one, they actually named the book as the Necronomicon Ex Mortis. Right. Um, it actually kind of builds more lore upon itself, despite basically just rehashing the first story, which they did on purpose because of studio interference. Right. You know, and it's still, even being, you know, they're trying to goof it up. They're trying to basically aggravate the studio and still made an amazing movie. Like, I couldn't believe... I mean, honestly, the Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn, is better than Evil Dead. Yeah. Like, I honestly... No, I, I, I like it better yeah. than the Evil Dead. I agree. But, again, let's see. He had done something... Sam Raimi did the Evil Dead. Critical and... Uh, critical and viewer acclaim. 
did some other movie that was awful, like Drive Hard or Hard Driver or something like that. It was terrible. And so he went back into the Evil Dead 2, and Stephen King helped him get that. Because at the same time Stephen King was helping him do that, the guy who was producing Stephen King's directorial debut, Maximum Overdrive, which if you want to watch a bad movie just for the sheer fun of it, Maximum Overdrive. Have you ever seen the, the commercial for it? Oh, yes. Yeah, it's okay. just Stephen King, just like this movie. Like, yeah, right? Uh, oh, no, it's, it, is, it is bad. It's Emilio terrible. Estevez at his worst. And supposedly Stephen King doesn't even remember making it. I'm sure it was like a co- coke-fueled. I, if I recall correctly, it's, yes, it's that. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that was back... It was in the 80s, right? Oh, was yeah, it? 86. He started filming that in 86. He must have made Crime Wave. Crime Wave, that's yeah. what it was. So, it did well. I know the fact that... Uh, yeah, that's right. So, uh, in the second movie, him and his girlfriend are just going for a romantic getaway in the, in the cabin in the woods, which, at this point, yeah, it's just a bad idea. Yeah, you yeah, say cabin in the woods, I'm out. The first time, exactly. I'm out. Cabin in the Woods. I've seen them all. Yeah, I've seen too. Cabin in the Woods. It's they don't no, end well. Good. They yeah. don't ever end well. Uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, one of the greatest horror, fake horror movies ever. Yeah, where they flip the script on the where the college kids are the evil ones. Kind of, they're mis misguided, is what they are. They have they get in their mind something that is just absolutely not true, and it, it kind of creates a mob panic mentality. Um, Alan Tiddick. Oh my God, we might have to do a movie, do just an episode on that. Yeah, just just I, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Maybe next spooky season. Agreed. Because I I do feel like we've got this spooky season pretty lined out. We do. Um, we might even have to cut one down because we should have. Yeah, we should have done one last week. Last week, yeah, but I had. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, Life things have been going on. Life finds a way. Kegger, Kegger's been pulling pulling some shit back together. So everything's good though. Uh, so is it you know, I forgot to look up. I don't know. Is it it's not cuz it's I, not Professor Noby in the first one. Right? I, I don't remember who it is in the first. It's been a minute since I've I'm going to be honest. Yeah. It's been probably a good 10 years since I've seen the first one. I've seen the second, Uh-oh. third and Ash versus the Evil Dead several times since then. Uh, I usually just skip the first one when He's I want to watch it. He's just known as an archaeologist. Yeah, just an archaeologist. One. So yeah. it is Nobi in the second one. Yep. So it, like I said, it builds upon its own mythos. Uh, I mean, honestly, you're doing a sequel. The studio has kind of clamped your nuts and told you you can't do what you want to do. Uh <laughs> What do you do? You you basically turn into Rob Zombie with Halloween 2 and said, fuck it, I'm all right, I'm going to make this damn Halloween movie, but I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. Hmm. Whereas Rob Zombie went more psychotic. Yeah. Sam Raimi went more slapstick comedy. Yeah, admittedly, I yeah, the, his take on Halloween I wasn't incredibly thrilled with, but he the was... The first one was great. He was up against John Carpenter, though. As right. being like the master of that franchise, so it's not really a fair fight. Well, honestly, the first one was great because there wouldn't have never been a second one had there not been a good first one. <laughs> you just not happy about the Halloween, or we just off topic? No, no, no. He said John Carpenter. Like, not, 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 not a fan. You're not a fan of John Carpenter. I think Carpenter's stuff is okay. 
You like somebody better? Huh? You like somebody better? I'm always a Stephen King guy. But... Uh, Stephen, okay, okay. See, John Carpenter earned my infinite... Too. I like John Carpenter earned my infinite love just for The Thing. Yeah. The Thing? Yes. Vampires. Oh, that's vampires right. He did that. John Carpenter Vampires. Vampires is good. It's probably one of the best things James Woods has ever been in. That's true. Um, <clears throat> and I'm pretty sure the critics hate it. I think no, so. No, I yeah. thought it was a good movie. I love it. Yeah. That movie's yeah. great. Padre, when that vampire's kicking the shit out of you, did you get a little chubby? <laughs> <laughs> Give me the cross. This cross? Just <laughs> his arrogance and his sarcasm in that movie is phenomenal. He later brought that to Hades for Hercules, pretty much. Oh, yeah, and he pretty much played the same character. I mean... I'm pretty sure James Woods just plays James Woods in everything. Like, I don't think there's any real acting. I think it's just him reading the script. And be like, yeah, this is how I want to see this. Right? Like, other than John Carpenter's Vampires, James Woods' best thing ever was when he plays James Woods in Family Guy. Yeah. (laughs) Of course, again, we're... I didn't give a shit about Giuliani. No, nobody should have. That movie was awful. Um, like, there's, just, there's not much that he's done. Actually, I've been just, like, yeah, just watch a clip from some of Giuliani. It's cringy. Oh, yeah. At its best. So, uh, and the one thing about these movies, until you get to the third one, it's a very small cast. Which is great. Yeah, it did, because it, it allowed them to still tell the story, still keep the, the comedy, but at the same time express the demonic presence. Right. You Not only that, just looking at it from a filmmaker's standpoint, the less actors you have, the less people you have to pay. True. So, I mean, and that, and you know Sam Raimi, we all know Sam Raimi, a lot of directors, uh, Tim Burton, Sam Raimi, uh, Scorsese. Um, yeah. Adam Sandler, who's not actually a director, he just pulls everybody he knows with him when he goes to do a movie. Um, I guess when you get that producer title in front of your name, you can do pretty much whatever. But, uh, you know, a lot of these people, Sam Raimi's friends still. So, I mean, it's just like, hey, I'll give you 10 grand if you come and do this movie for me. Okay. Another thing with Sam Raimi, if you look at most of all his movies, he keeps the cast at least like. At the most I've seen in his, in his movies have been like a cast of 10 people as part of the right. story. and Because um, you don't need that many people. No, you don't. You know? Like, drag, what, Dragon to Hell, there was only, what, three yeah. main people? Three so, or four main Something people. like that, yeah. Um, and the freaking one about the, the, the evil Santa Claus, there was only, like, a, a family. And they were only, like, six, to be honest. Is that Krampus? Krampus, yeah. Krampus. Did, he, did Raimi do Krampus? Did he? I don't I know. I didn't know he did Krampus. Maybe. No. He might have produced it. He does. Because I know Raimi only of... produced the reboot, rehash, Evil Dead. Yeah, he dodged a bullet on that one. Was it, I mean, he still time. lost money. He produced it. Yeah, um, but let's see. Uh, I think yeah, actually his biggest his biggest budgeted movies with the largest cast were probably the Spider Man. Okay. Actually, yeah. I mean, from what I'm looking at, he's done a lot of production work. But can we can we just stop just for a second? And I know it's a little bit off topic. We're still on Sam Raimi territory. But hmm. could you imagine had James Cameron 
actually done the Spider-Man movie he was going to do mm-hmm. instead of True Lies. Do you remember anything about True Lies? Sadly, yeah. Um, I don't remember, I remember much. Harrier and, uh, I, see, that's the one with the, Jamie Lee Curtis that's, and Arnold, yeah, right? The Harrier main bad guy, yes, <laughs> gets... Black, like he gets his coat stuck on a missile attached to a Harrier, and Arnold Schwarzenegger fires him through a skyscraper. One through one side of one window, goes out the other, and then explodes. Like, oh yeah, I remember that movie you left you know. Can you imagine? Can you imagine had that not been True Lies, but instead Spider Man? No, 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 no. We would would be in a whole different world right now. Like, I honestly hope there are parallel universes because I would like to go to the ones where just these weird movie choices, like Eric Stoltz instead of Michael J. Fox. Yeah, uh, that was... Spider-Man instead of True Lies. Mm. Uh, just just to see some of these differences had the choice gone the other way. Just to see where we would be at. Like, would have it, it have been good? I mean, Sam Raimi I mean, did a damn good job. A lot of people would argue because it's James Cameron, yes. And my argument is it would have been wildly mediocre. Yes, like almost <clears throat> everything James Cameron does. Thank you. Unpopular opinion. Let's go Very for it. Very unpopular which, opinion, and I will agree with you because yeah. it is he is wildly <laughs> mediocre. And for some reason... Everybody loves it. Well, it's like Avatar dances with Pocahontas with a budget. Sorry, dances with wolves and Pocahontas with a budget. Right. Both men in, in the middle. Yeah. Or, <laughs> right. Like yeah, the Last Samurai. Like I learned their culture. I appreciate it. Hey, okay. I actually like the Last Samurai. I didn't realize. Oh, I, actually, I do too. I didn't realize that was James Cameron. He was. So Cam- I got to backpedal just a little bit on that. Not to mention one of the few movies that I can tolerate Tom Cruise in. Oh, no, that wasn't. So, Last Samurai was not James Cameron. Oh, uh, uh, No, because it was good. So, <laughs> was, uh, <clears throat> but, no, like, uh, <clears throat> Ken Watanabe, he sold that movie. Oh, fuck yeah, yeah. God, yeah. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, I did love the, uh, what was it, the Colonel? Although, The if, Colonel on the other side. Yeah. I'll if, be seeing, I'll be looking for you on the battlefield. Oh, yeah. And... If I could honestly set Tom Cruise screaming Saki now as my ringtone, I'd do it. Saki! <laughs> right? So you guys mentioned James Cameron. I got to say this because you, you guys summoned him for a moment there. We said like Beetlejuice said his name to me. Exactly. Time. He has already finished Avatar 2. Oh, They're working on Avatar 3 now. Oh, I know. Just to give y'all some heads oh, up. Oh, I know. At the rate those hey, movies, guess what? Those will be more movies I don't see in the theaters. <laughs> At the rate these movies move, he won't survive to finish this, the freaking anthology. Right. He really I won't. Hope, I hope. Like, I hope he survives longer than Trump. Thing is, from a technical standpoint, he's a great director. Avatar was a brilliant movie in terms of technology. I will tell you this. Avatar is beautiful. But It is beautiful to look at. It is a pretty picture. The only, and it's funny because the only thing I liked about the movie was the villain. Yeah. And a lot of critics hated that part of it. Was just he was too one dimensional. I'm like, no, he like I love the fact that he was one dimensional. He was a dick because he thought he was better than everyone else. And to tell you the truth, he kind of was. Okay. Every everyone else, they open a door, they shit their pants. If they don't have their masks on. He just takes a deep breath and goes out anyway. I want to die anyway. Let's do this. Right. He's. Uh, <laughs> He, he I took have it. successfully fallen asleep during Avatar every single time <laughs> I've watched it. That yeah. movie is so boring. 
and so dumb. It is pretty notable in that it the villain is only able to be defeated by an act of God, oh, which yeah. is technically the tree, the yeah. life tree. Yeah, so that's my favorite part of it. It's like one of the only villains I can actually remember outside of the prophecy being beaten by an act of God. That's funny, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> swinging it back to uh, Sam Raimi, uh, I'm trying to think of more about Dead by Dawn. Dead, uh, yeah, think more about Dead by Dawn. Yeah. Trying to recall things, and it, it just like every time. One of my favorite parts of Evil Dead 2, uh, the Wall of Blood. Yes, the Wall of Blood. We've actually talked about that before yep. on here. Uh, the Wall of Blood, great scene. Uh, and honestly, and I really, God, and I can't wait, because I want to get to. They got around ratings with that because they use different colors of blood. Oh, okay. So it starts off red, then it goes a little green, then black. Like, apparently, if it was all just one color, it would have had to have gotten, like, a... Yeah, they talked about, like, there was a dreaded X rating back in the 80s. Because mm-hmm. this the first one came out in 81. Second one came out in 87. Mm-hmm. Third one came out in 92. Mm-hmm. There was a... Uh, and, and in the 80s, you could still get an X-rated movie uh, mm-hmm. vis-a-vis uh, Caligula. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure... That's what happens. Cam- uh, was it Camelot? I say Caligula's what Not happens Camelot. when you let Larry Flint round out a budget. Excalibur. <laughs> Excalibur, I'm pretty sure, had oh, yeah. X-rated. It might have. Yeah. Oddly enough, Helen Mirren is in both of those movies. True. That's right. She's Morgana Le Fay, <laughs> and then she's also... Uh, I can never remember her name in Caligula. Very nude in Caligula. Yeah. <laughs> Very nude. It was the 80s. It was. Right. It was the 80s. You look at a lot I mean, of 80s Adventures in Babysitting. Adventures in Babysitting. I remember that movie. PG-13 rating. Boobs. I remember seeing boobs in that movie. Yeah. Uh, Vacation. PG-13 rating. True. Boobs yeah. in that movie. Um, so, like, it... it We've gotten more prudish with our rating system over have, the years. We have very much so. I mean, but honestly, that's that's the cause pause for the course which of actually for America mentioning boobs it goes back to one of my theories about how you can tell a horror movie is going to be bad or not was by how long it takes till you see the first set yep first set if you see the first set within the first five minutes of the movie this movie is going to be shit yep it's like they they quite literally just tried to hook you in with the hope you'll be able to see more more boobs and it's not enough it really is it never is you ever want to know a show is tanking out of nowhere, there'll be a lesbian love story. One of the main characters on a show will turn lesbian. Out of nowhere. So I think more so for the night uh, from the eighties to the nineties to the early two thousands. I'm now, talking about now. Now, no, I don't. I don't agree with that. Now, the reason why I say that is because there are a lot more. There are a lot more shows okay, that are. I'm going to go back ten years. Ten years, yeah. I Sanctuary. Yeah. Sanctuary wow. started to tank. Lovely show. And it's Amanda right. Tapping. Out of nowhere, Amanda Tapping has suddenly got a lesbian lover. Yes. Out of just nowhere. So, hmm. I mean, it was just one of those things. Like, show starts tanking, bring in a lesbian side story. CC. Good. CC. Huh. I agree with that. I, I agree with that. Less but, so now, because now there's Walt culture. So, yeah. but, I mean, you pretty much, but, in any uh, uh, story where there's a lot of people... You'll have one. But as you'll notice, this is what makes the Evil Dead movies good, though. You never see any. Oh, yeah. There's no romance. They are that confident. Well. Or wait. There's no tits. 
there's a little bit of romance because especially well, in the yeah. second one, Linda, Linda getting. Oh, and we forgot about the raping tree. Oh God, one, yes. I forgot. First about one that. and the yes. second one and yes. the reboot. And the show. <laughs> the wow. Tree. The only time there was not a raping tree was the Army of Darkness. Yeah. Damn. That's for, just because, oh my God, we I think so I, much more fun. I think I tried to forget about that tree, actually. Well, that scene is sort of messed up. because I, yeah. I didn't explain to my kids what was happening. The raping tree. Yeah. Think of the whopping willow, but a little more in That was messed up. <laughs> so like Harvey Weinstein in tree form. Yes, pretty much. <clears throat> yeah. It doesn't matter how much you kick or scream, it's going to happen. Yep. Uh, that was an old Kobe <laughs> Bryant joke, too, but oh, it seems to be a yeah. bad taste nowadays. Pretty much, yeah. They, but That happened in February but, uh, of 2020. Quick editor's note about Harvey Weinstein. Fuck that guy. Right. Like, I, just gotta, I just got to throw that out there. Oh, uh, no, he's, he's getting everything he deserves. Uh, I bet he's getting all the sex he doesn't want. He's getting he a got, lot more charges, charges thrown against him. Oh, yeah. He right? has new charges, yeah. Good. <laughs> and I love how his brother... hope that's a thick book they're throwing at him. I, I love how his brother dropped it like dropped him like he was hot and just kept on making movies. He was like, fuck that guy. It doesn't have nothing to do with me. Onward. <laughs> right. There is no Weinstein love between those brothers. Love lost between those brothers. Yes. His brother fucking ditched him like a bad habit and continued making movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently there are certain liquid assets that are thicker than blood. Right. So. Oh. <clears throat> I'm not even joining that conversation because it can go bad. Oh, time. yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> so we had the rapey tree. I was mostly just referring to money, but, you know. <laughs> we have the the possessed grandma in the basement. In, in the dead by dawn. Dead by dawn. Was it the oh, first yeah. one or the second? That's, uh, I think it Wasn't happened that, in both. Yeah, because yeah. I think Ash, it was more of a monsterish old woman in the yeah, basement. Yeah, because they the don't even call one. them deadites until right. the second movie. Because right. I can remember, because Ash is listening to that next tape, and whenever he hears the "I killed my wife and buried her in the cellar," and he's like, "Oh shit!" You yeah, because he's locked down there, and then you hear that "Who's in my fruit cellar?" Right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Ash has to kill in the second one. Ash has to kill his girlfriend who's been possessed. Right. right. Yep. Then the the hikers or whatever show up and lock him in the basement. Right. Hmm. And he has to get out. So there are probably about five or six people in this movie. Hmm. Uh, and like I said, I, I think the most characters, the most actors in a movie that he's that Sam Raimi's done so, was Spider Man. This is the thing that trips me out about this whole Evil Dead movie. First of all, they found the stuff. They began reading it, and they, they came onto the thing where it says, do not read out aloud. And this dude still reads it out loud. I'm like, what are you, what right. are you thinking? And then he goes in the second movie, and he does it. He, well, so I give him this. Maybe he didn't think that because it was done on a tape that it would be the same thing. But you already experienced this one time. Why would you play the freaking? That, see, that's another thing. There's some continuity. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Between right. one and two. Because I'm pretty sure they just went, you know what? One was a different thing. We're just going from two on. Well, yeah, because at because the, like at the end they of, make no reference of him going out there before with friends. Yeah, like at this point now it sounds like if you look at it and you use one and Ash continuously goes out there now it looks like he's a serial killer. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so yes. which they get into in the series. Yeah. 
Ashy slashy. Because, <laughs> <laughs> what, at the end of the first movie, he gets attacked from behind at the end. Yeah. Right. And that's it. Second one, well, portal. Portal. Yeah. Portal. Can we jump into three? Yeah, he cuts off. You know, why the hell not? Because I, I mean, mean okay, the, let's get back because little we, man over here said cuts off his arm. Yeah, we kind of got say, into that. We get right. we get the idle hands. Yes, yes, the, uh, very much idle <laughs> hands. Um, turns into thing from yeah. one of the, the games. Yeah, he like, kind of gets that. Do you remember? Do you remember any of the commercials from the games? Uh, no, actually, I don't remember if it was the first, the boom, fistful of boomstick, or regeneration. But one of the games had a commercial, and it was at, it, Bruce Campbell was in it, mm-hmm. and his neighbor had instead of like a chainsaw, it was like a hedge clipper, <laughs> and Ash is reading his paper with obviously both of his hands, mm-hmm. or Bruce Campbell, obviously both of his hands, and he's like, "Is that a hedge clipper?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, you want to go?" And he steps down the the uh, the step, just one step, and the guy runs. <laughs> and it's still plugged in, so he trips himself, still connected to his hand. I thought that shit was hilarious. I wanted to play those games so bad and well, never I, got a chance. I love the fact that Bruce Campbell just voiced Ash. Oh, yeah. Yeah, him. absolutely. Now, um, the only time I've ever seen Ash Williams show up in a game where Bruce Campbell did not voice him was in that poker game, which was one of my favorites ever because GLaDOS from Portal was yes. your dealer. Then you had Ash. You had uh, Brock from Venture Brothers. Oh, yeah. Um, voiced by Patrick Warburton. You had Claptrap from Borderlands. Nice. And then uh, Sam and Max. What is the name of this poker game? I might have it's to look it up. It's Poker Night at the Inventory, I think. And that's the second one. The first one had different characters. Uh, poker Night at the Inventory. But, yeah, that one had uh, Ash's hand. He starts <laughs> randomly tapping on the thing. He's just like, why are you doing that? He's like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> figure out it's speaking in Morse code, and all it said is drink more banang. <laughs> like, just... Really dumb shit like that. <coughs> um, let's see. So Ash is Ash kills his girlfriend. Mm. Has to. She's trying to kill him. She's possessed. Becomes a deadite. Um, he himself gets possessed. Yeah. Goes Doesn't. into his hand, and to keep it from taking over his body, he cuts his own hand off. Mm-hmm. With, with a chainsaw, chainsaw. Yeah. and he also tries to put it in the microwave, doesn't he? Or like it, it starts going like all over the place. Turns yeah. into a thing from the Adams um, family, and I think the microwave thing. I don't think he does that because I yeah, think you're thinking of idle hands. He, oh, I think he, I am on that he one. Yeah. He's like, okay. I Although that does get us to the he, wall he of blood. It does because he's fighting the one of the funniest things that happens in the whole second movie is his <laughs> fight with his hand. Yes. He fights. It is the mo- one of the most slapsticky things ever, mm-hmm. only to be topped later in the windmill in the Army of Darkness. Oh God! Yes. Um, so good. Blind man bridges falling down, falling down. Yeah. My fair lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I just love him blasting that shotgun blast into the wall, and then you don't hear anything. Kind of gets a little closer, and all of a sudden, just the jet spray of blood that just... Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, that's one of the things I love about it, is just the gratuitous gore. Mm. It is literally just so much. It's so fake, and it's so fun. Like, I would love to have been on set with Ash versus the Evil Dead. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Just any day of the week. Just <laughs> I would have loved it, because it looked 
Like, it was so much fun. What flavor of blood syrup are we using today? Right, you know? <laughs> uh, and even Bruce Campbell talks about one day on set, he's just been around it so much, he knew about where to stand. So he didn't get, he got some on him, but not near as much. And he looks over at his co, his co-stars and they're just dripping, just absolutely soaked. I mean, they took, because Ash versus the Evil Dead tried very hard to stay away from that dreaded X rating in the, in the, uh, in the early 80s or in the late 80s. Whereas when it went to stars, they went full tilt boogie. Yeah. I mean, have either of you seen all three seasons? No. I don't remember which season. It might be two, might be three, but they're in a morgue. They're in a morgue, and for whatever reason, they uh, there's a dead guy on a slab, like yeah. you would see in a morgue, and he has already had his uh, what are they the the autopsy done, so his right. organs have been removed and everything. But for whatever reason, you can still see his junk. And in his junk is one of the biggest rings I've ever seen for a piercing. <laughs> and anytime you notice something just odd like that, just a standout detail, that's going to be important later. Okay. Yeah. And at some point, he gets to fighting a deadite in this morgue, and the body comes down on top of him with the dick in his face, as the body slides down over him and he's stuck in this corpse. Yeah. Flailing around, it's just hilarious. <laughs> and it is the only thing that could have, the only reason it happened, that scene happened, because it was on a premium channel. Right. Oh, yeah. Had it not been on Stars, had it even been a movie, it would never have happened. And right. it slaps. Because it was on that, and it's, it is very slapstick. And that's the best part, is it kept <clears throat> up like that, it was like definitely a spiritual successor in every way. Oh, like yeah. it was, you know, they, they kept the vibe. That's why it was such a good show. It was. And I was so heartbroken to find out it was ending. Yeah. They're talking about a new movie. They're talking about a new game. Okay. Um, and hopefully, I hope the game happens because if it does, they'll probably port over the other two. Yeah, that would be, that'd be pretty Sam cool. directing these? Uh, I don't know about the game, but the movie, definitely. I think he's just producing the game. But, I mean, he's a movie director. Not saying they can't produce a game. I mean, look at Guillermo del Toro and all that. You know, so also the Evil Dead um, and with Sam Raimi, um, he kept that same slapstick humor um, in Demon Knight, if you guys remember that. Um, I think that was also a Showtime HBO Demon Knight was the first Tales from the Crypt movie. Technically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tales from the Crypt presents Demon Knight. That right. was Sam Raimi? It was Sam Raimi. I didn't realize that. So, I mean... I was just talking about Bordello of Blood with somebody the other day. Oh, night. wow. I mean, one of the greatest yeah. things uh, Dennis Miller has ever done. Dennis Miller? Yep, yeah, it was yeah. Dennis Miller. Uh, one of the greatest things Dennis Miller has done. And my dad took me to see that in the theaters. <laughs> So, uh, but uh, Sam Raimi, like we said, the end of the second Evil Dead is the portal. He gets sucked into a portal along with the Delta, mm. the Delta 88. <laughs> right. Uh, which is a, pretty much a character in and of its own right in the series. Yep. 
Um, now, I do have a bit of trivia because originally Evil Dead 2 did make money. Mm. Uh, it didn't make much, but it made money. It was a moderate, they call it a moderate success or a mild success. Yes. They weren't going to let him... Did he fucking direct Time Cop? Oh. Yes, Maniac Cop. Great. Yes. Such yeah. a good one. No, I guess he did. Yeah, no, he does. Yeah, I guess he did. I didn't know Oh, my that. God. I didn't know that. Yeah, he did. You gotta be kidding. No, Time Cop. He did. Hey, I loved Time Cop. No, I mean, I... Yeah. When I was a kid, didn't know better. <clears throat> well, I mean, even at that. <laughs> um, what was it when he puts his boot up to the guy Robin somewhere and he says, you see, read what that says and it says Reebok. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Sorry, they weren't going, no, you're good. I didn't realize he directed Time Cop. Uh, they weren't going to let him make Army of Darkness. That's why there's such a gap between yeah. these movies. They were not going to let him make Army of Darkness. You know what got him the go ahead for Army of Darkness. What? Dark Man. Oh, really? Yep. That Dark Man sense, was actually. such a success that they greenlit Army of Darkness, which I'm going to say Army of Darkness is way better than Dark Man. Yeah. Oh, easily. Uh, not to, not to <coughs> well, begrudge Dark Man. Dark Man. Dark Man was fantastic. Um, but. Leslie yeah, Leslie. Or, uh, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Yep. There we go. Well, he wanted Bruce Campbell. But they wanted Liam, the studio wanted Liam Neeson. Right. So he got Liam Neeson and Bruce Campbell makes Campbell makes a cameo yeah. at the very end where it's Liam Neeson with a new face and that face is just Bruce Campbell. Okay. So, uh, and I've seen all of the Dark Man movies, mm -hmm. The Return of Durant and all that. Those, they're great. But uh, they they go ahead and they greenlit Army of Darkness, which I think was probably the best decision the studio could have made. It was because Army of Darkness, like I said, is way better, and more people have heard of the Army of Darkness than of Darkman. Mm -hmm. um, and there for a minute, I got when I was younger, I got Darkman and Duckman confused. <laughs> yeah, I I can see. Uh, uh, both very gory, but. Uh, so, Army of Darkness. Mike, like I said, my favorite. Do you guys? Easily my favorite. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. It's such a good one. And I didn't realize it came out, like, he filmed that in 92. Huh. It came out in 93. So it's also the youngest of the three movies. Yeah. That's crazy. Huh. It took him 13 years to make three movies. Jesus. Longer if you consider the games and the series. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's kind of funny because I know when he made that first one, he could have never pictured that that would actually catch on. Right. You know, it's like this is just a one-off horror movie, something to get my name out there. Right, and it launched his career. Oh, yeah. Him, Bruce Campbell's, and the producer, Tepier, hmm. Robert Tapier. Taper. Yeah, Tapier, so like in, instead, yeah, spawned a huge franchise that... Greedy. Well, I, I don't know a single nerd anywhere. That hasn't seen him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, or that at least doesn't have mm -hmm. some kind of, like, pedestal they put Bruce Campbell on because of Army of Darkness alone. Not to mention, Bruce Campbell was just the king. <clears throat> I haven't seen that one. Nuthouse. Uh-uh. 
It's Tracy yeah. Lords in it. Huh. It's a PG-13 movie, too. <laughs> well, I mean, Tracy Lords is in the 92? first Blade movie. Yeah. It was probably... Well, <laughs> I mean, Zack and Miri make a porno, but yeah. you got to think of that. Oh, great movie. Great movie. I love that movie. But, I Me mean, too, yeah. Tra- of course Tracy Lords is in a movie about a porno. <laughs> bubbles. <laughs> bubbles. <laughs> they call her bubbles. They call her bubbles. So, so for no apparent reason, I can't remember what happens. Wait, Something in the second, at the end of the second book, a uh, movie gets read, and a portal, a time travel portal, yeah, because it was open. supposed to basically take the deadites out of their reality. Yeah, but that's instead, right. Instead, it just warped them back in time. So it basically right. screws Ash because he, you know. He gets stuck with them. Yes. Right. So he has to go back and they're already having problems, you know, like. They're, they're, uh, which King may, Arthur is fighting, is at war with. Eric the Red, was it? Uh, yeah. Robert, uh, uh, Henry. Henry, Henry, Henry the Red. Red. Yeah. So, um, yeah, basically, he screwed himself, essentially, by actually oh, yeah. saving his own timeline. <laughs> he yeah. has to. He has yeah. to go back. Um, and you guys have at least seen the first season of Ash versus the Evil Dead, right? I've seen bits and pieces of it. Okay, the very first episode, at least, yeah. where where you find out why he read from the book the last time. Okay, we'll get to it. Yeah, you're um, me on that. So I missed that. They they mistake him for one of Henry the Red's uh, men. They're going to execute him, hmm. and they're going to throw they throw him down in a pit. Yeah. With spike walls for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With a deadite. Um, he kills said deadite, comes back up, punches King Arthur in the face, lets Henry the Red go, mm-hmm. kills another deadite, and is now a hero for some fucking reason. Right. That's where we get the boomstick. This here, you primitive screwheads, <laughs> is my boomstick! Uh,. <clears throat> In the wonderful game Fistful of Boomstick. Oh yeah. Um, I had the uh, the special edition DVD, you know, back when DVDs were <laughs> yeah. all the rage, like just coming out, and it was the 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 Necronomicon. That's like the good. cover was the Necronomicon. That's awesome. Um, I had that one. It was great. Um, is the girl's name in that Sheila? Uh, she could have been a uh, Sean be. Young stand-in. She looks like Sean Young. That yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah, I and for those who don't know who Sean Young is, Einhorn and Finkel, and and uh, what was her name? Ace Ventura. Yeah, what was her name in Blade Runner? I can't remember. She was just one of the replicants. I can't. She had a name. I can't think of it. I'm gonna get so much nerd. I, I say I feel that. bad for that, but I can quote the Tears and Rain speech verbatim. Oh like, yeah, it's a so, great, great scene. So I mean, like my nerd cred is somewhat intact. I just can't remember her name. <laughs> Uh, Sheila, yeah, her name was Sheila. Yeah. Sheila. So, uh, they, the, uh, the, what is it, the wise man or the wizard? It's not Merlin, because they, they kind of just don't talk about Merlin. It's wise man. It's just, just wise man. man. Yeah. Uh, tells him that he's displaced out of time. The only way to get it back is he has to go get the book, the Necronomicon. Right. Um, he ends up betting Sheila. Of course. Of course. I mean, Groovy, Pillow yeah. Talk, Ash, his mo- mochismo. 
Uh, yeah, doesn't he even say something at one point like he's leaving? She's like, you're not going to say? He's like, I'm not one for pillow talk, baby, or something like that. Well, no, she goes, what about yeah. the things you said to me? Well, baby, that was just pillow talk. <laughs> 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 and then, of course, you loved me once, lady. You got a whole lot of ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he goes off, and uh, of course he's being plagued by the demon in the woods that possesses the tree and makes the rapey tree. Um, what is it? He, I can't remember how it happens. He's looking in the mirror. There's like a, I don't, I don't remember exactly what. The mirror breaks, and a bunch of little ashes pop up. He's in the tower, yeah. right? Oh, he's he, in the he, windmill. Yeah, he runs into the windmill and crashes into the mirror. Okay. Small reflections in the shards. Right. Come out and start fucking with him. Uh, We get the whole London Bridge is falling down. And, uh, or no, he's singing it as he's squishing him. Uh, And they hold a nail up and he (laughs) steps on it. We get slapstick comedy gold here. Yeah. Uh, And then uh, one of them jumps into his mouth. Right. And he gets the eyeball on his hand or elbow or something. Right. He ends up splitting in two like an amoeba. And that's when we get the, who are you? You're good, Ash. And I'm bad, Ash. You're little Mr. Goody Two-Shoes. Yeah. Mr. Goody Two-Shoes. Just dancing around like a jackass. Kicking him, like knocking the yeah. shit out of him, smacking him, punching him, kicking him, dancing around like a jackass. And then Ash puts a double-barrel shotgun to his face and blows his face off. Yep. And then we get probably the most dick wavingest line bad. in all of the movie. The Good, bad. bad, I'm the guy with the gun. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. Just love that line. It's a no, great the line. Fun, the funniest, the weirdest thing is how he's like, I think he's a, I think he's a like Batman thing. <laughs> the like Batman, not Batman, like superhero, like a literal Batman ghost thing, oh, yeah. demon. I love how, like, so he's on that quest for the, the book, right? right? He's got to go by himself. The whole quest, I think, takes, what, 10 minutes of the movie's time? Yeah. Uh, he gets to it. He has to say the words, Platu, Verada, Nikto. And, of course, in true Bruce Campbell, fumbling, dumbling, he forgets, he forgets the words. Yeah, he should yeah. say so it one more time. Like he goes, Platu, Verada. What was that last word? So he tries to just fumble through it. Klaatu, Verada, takes the book. There's three <laughs> books. So one like pulls his face and yeah. everything. He also buries the, the evil, yeah. the bad ash. Um, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He buries him, puts a cross over him. And he gets back. The wise man, did you say the words? Yeah, I said them, basically. Right. <laughs> I said them, right? And then all of a sudden, here comes this otherworldly storm. <laughs> yeah, here yeah. comes the storm. <laughs> That's when right. Sheila gets abducted by the winged deadite. Right? Yeah, winged yeah. deadite. Uh, the deadites come back to life because he doesn't say the words right. right. Uh, the evil Ash comes back as, uh, I think it's just, I don't even think he has a name. Just the evil captain one. of the Deadites or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. It's just evil Ash. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, basically somebody else in a bunch of makeup to we so there could Bill be Mosley. that way yeah. there could be two of them. Yes. Um, the evil guy, the evil guy is the bat guy that sneaks in and picks up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because he has nice as his uh because he's his injuries still haven't quite fixed themselves right. as his dead form. So whenever he is trying to tell his army to attack at the end of the movie, I can remember when he it's goes, a, yeah, it's, a, it's like, Sally Fox! Sally Fox! And his jaw hinges and he has yeah. to like push it back and then he's just like, now, Sally Fox! <laughs> Sally Fox! <Fork. Yeah. laughs> just the grunt. Sally Fox! Um, yeah, because he couldn't talk. And then, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think. So, their preparation for the battle... Oh, yes. ...gives me... It cracks me up because I'm still trying to figure out... Because, basically, he just reaches into his trunk. Yeah, he has a and pulls high out, school chemistry yes, book. pulls out a shitload of textbooks. And they just start making gunpowder. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking, I like... So I never had that as a chapter in my he chemistry He teaches book. them karate. Yep. He yep. teaches in the course of a day. He teaches them karate. Yeah. They learn how to make gunpowder. And I'm pretty sure mechanize the Delta without any gas. Yep. They, <laughs> yep. they break it out for batteries. Like one giant battery. And yeah. he has to turn around. Because they use the... Uh, I mean, they use the catapults with giant gunpowder balls, essentially. Oh, like, yeah. They, they they enhanced that civilization a couple hundred years. Oh yeah, the the puzzle. The, uh, the funny thing is the a puppetry. Years, the puppetry in it w- was just as slapsticky as like a Muppet show. Yeah, because it was like you see the skeletons running, ah, you yeah. know, and it's just so <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Like the the puppets in it were just they're very practical and simple, but they I, work. It, it's like, you get the full effect of the puppets. Isn't it? Isn't when Ash finally kills the fine like his evil self when he flings him out of the catapult? Isn't that that buckle up, bonehead? You're going for a ride. Yes, buckle up, bonehead. You're going for a ride. God. And it, well, he sets him on fire and he becomes an entire skeleton. Yeah, right. that's yeah. skeleton. Right. I couldn't remember how that happened. Yeah. Then he says. Then he says, "I've got a bone to pick with you." Yeah, I've got a bone to pick with you. Um, and then, there, there will be, like, one shot that stands out in that movie, and it's just dumb as shit, though. Like, it, literally, you could just do without it. And it was uh, whenever they know they're losing after their leader gets killed. That right. one skeleton, it's just a close-up on him. He just goes, let's get the hell out of here. Yes, I love that. <laughs> and then just, yeah. I will never forget that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just one of those great things. Like, I felt like at the time I saw it, I was probably too young to be watching this, but I knew I was watching something amazing. Yeah. Like, I don't know. The only other movie I feel like that was the original Point Break with Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Okay. And Patrick uh, Swayze. Swayze. Almost said Stewart. Patrick Stewart wouldn't sully his hands with <laughs> yes. something like that. Actually, you know how much I'd love to see him as Bodhi just for like a read? Oh my God, that hilarious. Bodhi. <laughs> Going to catch this wave. Just, you know? <laughs> I mean... You guys, you, I think you sent me the, the Uber Eats commercial. Yes. Oh, it's Lord, amazing. That so great. Oh, yeah. And there's a bunch of them, apparently. It's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Like, I mean, you know they just shot that in like a single day. They just shot a mm-hmm. fuck ton of them. But, uh, yeah, those are great. Um, so, Cody, I'm going to let you take over for the games because I honestly haven't played either of them. Yeah, I haven't played the games either. 
all of them, I mean, they're really similar. Like, you know, obviously your shotgun is your main weapon. Yeah, your boomstick. And you will get that chainsaw arm, too. Good. Because it's it's melee. You get your combination of shooting and melee. You get other weapons, too. I think it gets dynamite. Nice. Um, Kind of like a precursor for, like, a God of War sort of, kind of that style or... Like yeah, person. so kind of, yeah, yeah, it's third person. Um, I know I a really couple of the Duke Nukem's were third person. Actually, that's that's right. I, I think, forgot uh, about some of those. Out of time or whatever that one. The uh, uh, fun fun fact about New- Duke Nukem: uh, When I was with that one website, we actually interviewed his voice actor. Really? And Is that David Hayter? Uh, no. no. At the end of the interview, he's just like, "They have anything else you want to say before we?" Uh, you know, in this, and he just goes, yeah, I've got one thing, and he pulls out these two stress balls out of his pocket, and they're steel. Oh. So immediately he just goes, I've got balls of steel, and starts rolling around <laughs> like, yes! That's awesome. About as good as Kevin Conroy standing up on his signing booth, screaming, I am Batman. I am uh, Oh, chills. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Just to be that close to Kevin Conroy as he screams, I am Batman. Uh, but He is Batman. Anyway. But those games are actually, the gameplay in them is pretty good. I mean, the storyline is kind of evil dead schlock. Hey. Like, they, oh, yeah. the deadites are attacking this town. You're just trying to figure out how to stop them. Right. That's it, essentially. Obviously, there's some betrayals here and there that keep the story going. But right. the, reason, yeah. the reason you're playing those games, though, is because... It's Bruce Campbell muttering off shitty one-liners oh, yes. as he's blasting deadites in the face. That's, I mean, that's why I want to play them. And at one point, he even, <coughs> he's like, Klaatu, Barata, necktie, whatever. Like, you know, like he just kind of, you know, he's just throwing out all kinds of shit. And I can't remember half of them now. I need to play them. I oh, still yeah. have one somewhere. Uh, honestly, I might. a friend of mine's got a Raspberry Pi. Uh-huh. And isn't Fistful of Boomstick on a PS1? I think so. All right. It might He's be. got up to PS1 on his Raspberry Pi. They might So I be. might have him down, see if he can download that. Or the actually, coolest, I should get a Raspberry <laughs> Pi myself. The coolest thing in the thing was like when he was telling, when you find out he's telling it to that dude, and he's like, okay, did you say the words right now? And he's like, um, yeah, kind of. You know, <laughs> I might have missed a few rounds. And then you just see this woman turn into the demon, and you're like, dude, <laughs> you messed up once. You saw the consequence. Now you're going to go have to go back and do this again. And right. then he just like, yes. We will take one, the Necronomicon. One, He's just like. One thing about the games, he, though, no, the funny thing is, is they, the they basically <laughs> feel like they pick up where Army of Darkness ended. Really? The essentially. Games? Yeah, essentially right. they feel like that because the Deadites are attacking this town. That's how Army of Darkness ends. Yeah. The one crashes through the window of S-Mart, and, you know, Bruce Campbell just kind of has that, ah, shit, here we go again. It almost right. like, because at the end of it, isn't he standing on a display? He's got the boomstick mm-hmm. and something else. He's Because sta- he's got the mechanical hand. Yeah. Right. He's got the boomstick and the mechanical hand, and it's very much just like you could have taken that picture and made it a movie poster. Oh, yeah. You know, it was basically Star Wars because no, there's like a girl like hanging on his leg right. and shit. So, like, they basically recreated the Star Wars poster in that final scene of him mm-hmm. just standing there and there's light behind no, him and like, everything. He, um, he was like, um, with his um, broomstick on his like right hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And let's let's talk about that hand. Yes. That was invented yes. in the Middle Ages for him and worked like a hand. Yep. You know? I was gonna say they need to have that they need to have him developing prosthetics because we still haven't found a way to do that. Right, yeah. like not well. Well, I mean, yeah, it's very clunky and slow right now, but we'll get there. Um, I had almost forgot, little man, thank you, about the hand. They, yeah. they made him a hand from the high school chemistry book. So not a mechanics book. No. A high school chemistry book. Chemistry. Uh, I mean, it's what just like, it's just like a alien apocalypse where he saves the world because he's a chiropractor. You know, right. it's just one of those silly things. Um, That's the charm, though. Right? That's, like It's like, I don't, I didn't give a shit when I watched it the first time. And even now, I see that stuff and I'm like, I don't give a shit again. Like, because it's just fun. Right? There are some movies I've that always said there are fun. different kinds of movies. There are good <laughs> movies. There are bad movies. And then there are just straight up fun movies. Mm. And, um, <clears throat> and Army of Darkness I'm not even going to say it's on any of those lists. It is a good movie. It's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. And it's an occult, it's a cult classic. Yeah. So, like, to hell with anybody. I think these movies are fantastic. Um, and they were critically acclaimed for when they came out. I don't yeah. think Army of Darkness was, but... Well, nah, it, it has, it's still, it, even today, it still has a 7.5% on Rotten Tomatoes. So oh, yeah. That's yeah. pretty good. Right. Yeah, that's really good. Survive the age. Where is that? Uh, what is that? Uh... I mean, your average horror movie, if Nothing you Nothing but Trouble, yeah. I think, as it gets more popular, its Rotten Tomatoes score keeps going down. Yeah. <laughs> like, it had, like, a 7.6. I, I think, think it's got, like, a 4.2 now. I think, if, you, like, if you're really looking at horror movies' critical rating, without the few notable exceptions, like... What Anything was Jordan Peele's done lately. Yeah. Well, Us was great. So was Get Out. Um, but even... Um, was it the hide-and-seek movie? Hilarious, good. Like, I loved it. It's supposed to be a horror movie. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Um, oh, yeah, it was, that's that... Uh, yeah. But I thought it was... was Ready it or Not? Is that what it was called? I can't remember. Either way, I watched it in theaters, and I loved the hell out of it. Nice. Um, oh. it, it was just fun. Like, it was fun, and it was good. Like, they, you know, they just knew how to put shit together, make it... Because you can still have a <laughs> horror movie that's funny. You have to have some levity in there. Mm-hmm. But the average horror movie critical rating will roughly hover between like 30 to 50%. Right, like they're if, usually... If you're lucky. Uh, I mean, Hostel, I'm pretty sure it's pretty low. <sighs> yeah. And it was it was a hit. People loved that movie despite everything that happened. Yeah, I know. Um, but let's uh, let's get to something I've been I've been itching for. Yep. Which is is the Evil Dead movies cranked to a 22. Yes. I mean, that's the only way you can describe them. Is it's they they put in more amplifiers just to get it louder. Um it, it and like I was saying earlier, this wouldn't have happened on any other channel. It had to have been a premium and that premium channel was stars. We got Ash versus the Evil Dead. Now there's some retcons. When we see Ash, he has the Delta. He came back with him somehow. He has the Delta 88, which is the same car that he's had. He's had the same car forever, his entire run. Yeah. 
It was good. Yeah. I loved 30 Days a Night. Actually, I was wondering yeah. if we were slated to talk about that. Because I really liked that movie. Oh, yeah. No, I oh, mean, yeah. God, Sam Raimi. It was a really great movie. I never read the comic. I didn't either. No. I, I didn't. And I pretty, I'm pretty sure there's like there's, 15 of them. There's yeah, a there's, bunch. Like, I'm, and I'm talking about collected trade graphic novels. Like, yeah. there's a bunch of them. Um, but Ash versus the Evil Dead. So when we catch up with Ashley J. Williams, he is working at something similar to S-Mart. I'm not sure. It's I don't think it's S-Mart. Um, he has the Delta and an Airstream. And for some reason, the Necronomicon. And he's basically just a poon hound. He, uh, he talks about, especially the very beginning, he has a wooden hand instead of the you know, the working mechanical one. I mean, he does get that later. Yeah. One of his little cohort. Uh, and that mochismo, he's still got it. Because, I mean, he's steady banging girls in the back bathroom of the bar he hangs out at. Steady. And you find out that he's on one of his trysts, you know, with just a sleazy bar skank. And the deadite, a deadite attacks. Well, you find out that Ash partook in the uh, cannabinoid uh. with a girl, was trying to impress her because she said she liked poetry, and so drunk stoned Ashley J. Williams grabbed the Necronomicon and read from the book, starting kickstarting all of this all again. over again. Why would he do that? Um, he's got a little cohort who follows him around at work named Pablo. <laughs> Pablo is amazing. Pablo Pablo dies a couple times. Um, but he gets better. Right. He gets better. I got better. Um, and Kelly. <laughs> Kelly also works there. And I love when he meets Kelly because Kelly wants nothing to do with him. You know, she's just like, fuck this guy, this guy's a creeper. You know, and he looks at her and he's like, oh, you'll think about it. It'll cross your mind. She's like, what? <laughs> Sex with me. She's just like, uh. And then when Ash finally stops being Scooby right. and becomes Ash Williams again. Because <laughs> he tried, like, through that, the whole first episode, he's trying to deny that the Deadites are here. And he's just trying to GTFO. Like, he's trying to pack up and just leave. And it's Pablo chasing him around, calling him Jefe, you know, boss, mm. calling him Jefe, calls him El Jefe, El Jefe, El Jefe. And uh, he finally gets the chainsaw hand, you know, you find out in the Airstream there's a secret compartment. It opens up, chainsaw's sitting there. He's fighting his little elderly neighbor who's been possessed by a deadite. Yeah. And... In that moment, he saves Kelly, beheads the deadite, saves the day for the time. Mm. Kelly looks over at him. And he, he sees her. He goes, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> walking Just, HR nightmare. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. He so is a walking HR nightmare. And his aspirations throughout that whole first season is to go hide out in Jacksonville, Florida. That is his paradise. Wow. I'm pretty sure Jacksonville is a shithole. 
Scenarios. It's yeah. I've heard nothing but horrible things. Limp Biscuit came out of Jacksonville. Now so that no sealed it. <laughs> <laughs> that sealed it for me. Yeah. If only we could fly. Sorry. No. <laughs> just one of those days. It is just one of those days. For, one of those days for me right now. That's, Don't want to wake up. Everything is fucked. Everybody sucks. <laughs> Sorry. I can't help it. And I want to do more. Like, my whole being is telling me to finish that whole line. And I'm trying to hold it back. <laughs> yeah. I'm regretting not having liquor put in this cup. <laughs> we got it in the fridge. So, if I knew Limp Biscuit was going to pop up. Oh, they oh. do. They still do. They still tore. Um... Just one of those dirt. Sorry. I can't. Do it. Do it. Do it. Um, I'm trying to. Th- oh, yeah. yes. So, Ash in the very beginning, because you have no idea. Lucy Lawless shows up at the very end of the first episode, and she's looking for Ash. She knows who he is. And there's another subplot where there's like a detective, and her partner gets dead-eyed. You know, it turns into a deadite. Mm. Um, and she has to kill him, and it's just not taking. Because, you know, it takes a lot to kill a deadite. Yeah. So. Except for a boomstick. Boom. To the head. Uh, <laughs> so she has to kill her partner. Like, after he gets killed by a deadite, she has to kill him as a deadite. She ends up running around with Lucy Lawless's character, whose name is Ruby. And Ruby obviously knows what the fuck she's doing, because she can kill deadites pretty quickly. Mm. Um. You have no idea what's going on until later, you know, and obviously she's looking uh, for Ash. There's a collision course happening. Uh, it really kind of delves into more, like, it builds upon the mythos a lot. The first season, basically, you find out Ruby is the queen of the demons. Hmm. She wrote the Necronomicon. <clears throat> Very nice. It was stolen from her and she was dethroned. So she's trying to get it back to take back over hell. Um, there are fight scenes and everything. You almost think at every single season that Ash and, and uh, Ruby are going to get together and it never happens. <laughs> but it would have been great to see. Um, no, Ash ends up with all the pretty girls except for Kelly. Right. Who, who I'm pretty sure Pablo ends up with at some point. Oof. It's one of those things where, like, they both were like, he's definitely into her, and she's like, oh, he's like my little brother, but she's totally into him and sabotages all his relationships. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think the first time Pablo dies, the book becomes part of him, <laughs> and he starts getting like the writings on his skin and everything. Huh. He has to go to like a shaman, his uncle who's a shaman, and. It, I don't know. It gets really trippy. Like like I said, it takes Evil Dead and dials it up to a 22. It gets gorier. It's a little funnier. No, it's definitely funnier. Uh, weirder. It just takes the weird factor to an 11. Like, it, it gets so weird. Like, I explained the whole series, the scene with the dead body, and I'm pretty sure that's in season two. Mm. And the, it, the dick... Yeah. The big, huge... Oh, my God. Prince Albert Pierce Dick just hitting him in the face. None of this would have happened had no. it not been from a premium channel. Um, 
And even at that, I'm pretty sure some premium channels would have passed on that hard. Right, like... I don't even know if HBO would have done that. No, I'm pretty sure HBO has done number shit. Um, Probably, <laughs> but they tend to focus more on the... Eastbound and down, <clears throat> I think. Yeah, no, well... HBO I mean, would have done that. Eastbound and down is good. Oh, it's don't great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love... Anytime I can watch Danny McBride be Danny McBride, yeah. I'm good. Oh, yeah. If Lucy Lawless has been on a series, on a show, then you, know, you, can, you might as well expect to see some flesh. So they would have done it. With the exception of, well, no, she was there's in Rome. a lot of, oh, Rome. That was a, that was a soft porno. She, she wasn't in Rome. No, no. She was in Spartacus. Rome. She was in Spartacus. Spartacus, Spartacus that yeah. was, yes, definitely yes. a soft porno. That was, that was, yeah, was a soft porn. Yeah. That was definitely <laughs> soft core. Um, um, the girl that played H.G. Wells in District, uh, not District, uh, Warehouse 13. Oh. Yeah. And then she was yeah. in the second yeah. season of Dexter. She That's right. Like, I know yeah. you're talking about. She yeah. was in it, and there was a twist. There, that was fun. Well, Lucy Lawless, I think it's funny that they brought her into Ash versus the Evil Dead because she's also in that nerd pantheon. Oh, yeah, with Xena and worked with Sam Raimi. Exactly. On, See, on you get, Xena. You get the Raimi, like, connection with that. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's she shows up in the first Spider-Man, guy with six arms. Yeah. Sounds hot. I forgot that's, about that. That's, that's right. Lucy Lawless's little fucking cameo. Um that movie, those movies. Yeah. One and two were great. Three was a fucking I gotta nightmare. say, two was great, and Alfred Molina was a was an incredible Doc Ock. Oh, yeah. And I saw somebody throw out, if they ever do Doc Ock again, I saw somebody throw out Giancarlo Esposito's name, and oh, I'm just no. like, what the fuck? Not. Why not? Why not? He wants to be in Marvel anyway. Fuck it. Well, um, well he's, he's the quintessential villain these days. Right? I mean, Giancarlo, we have a villain role. Oh, you'll take it? Okay, great. <laughs> God, he's something else. Yeah, uh, I mean, and he's great in everything he does. I just loved watching the boys. Him telling Homelander to piss off, basically, in oh, the yeah. first episode. I'm like, yeah, it's about what I thought would happen. Yeah, right. Respect. You are not our number one commodity. We are a pharmaceutical company, and I don't care what Which, you think. Because of that. And he just kind of dismisses him and walks off. And it's just like, God, the balls on yeah. this man. And now he's going to be the villain in Far Cry 6. So there's another nerd pantheon oh, right. this inductee is, right there. So he's got, kind of turning into Mark Shepard. Jesus Christ. At this point, let's just get Mark Shepard, Giancarlo Esposito, Nathan Fillion. Oh, yeah. Uh, Trisha Helfer. Uh-huh. And, uh, of course, Lucy Lawless and Bruce Campbell just all on a project together. Right. Might as well. Fuck it. Uh... The nerdgasm would be never-ending. It'd run for ten seasons. Oh, no shit. <laughs> uh, hell, we could have call it the Bruce Campbell, Sam Axe, Xena. Right. Xena, bad boys. <laughs> yeah, Caprica 6. Caprica 6 <laughs> show. And it would probably sell. Um, I'm trying to think. At some point, we do get... Uh, like, I almost wanted to say it was Amand or Sante, but it wasn't. Mm. Just a guy that looks... Kind of like him. Kind of like him. Younger, though. <laughs> uh, poor Amand or Sante. That's all I could ever Armand think of. Armand Sante. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> this brought to you by... That's it. <laughs> right? <laughs> brought to you by... Uh, um, oh, man, yeah. I'll never forget that. God damn it. Oh, yeah, Carl Urban. There's another nerd pantheon. Oh, Jesus, fuck right yeah. there. Um, Let's see. We uh, I want to get to the ashy slash 
Yes, so Ash do. goes back to Detroit or whatever, wherever he lives, somewhere in Michigan. Uh, his father, who is the six million dollar man. Wow. Um, I can't think of his name off <laughs> no, the, off Steve, the top. Steve, well, it's okay. Sorry, Steve Austin. Was the six million dollar man. man. So, um, I'm trying to think of his name. name, but he's his father. You find out that Ashy Slashy, everybody thought that Ash killed all of his friends in the cabin, <clears throat> and I mean he kind of did. But yeah, it wasn't for good reason. Yeah, you know? yeah there was he, they were possessed. Um, Wait until he tells that to him. They were all possessed, but he ended up catching. You know, at, he turns into everybody hates him. Everybody oh. calls him Ashy Slashy. <laughs> uh, at some point, he ends up in a mental institute oh. with a puppet of himself, a hand puppet named Ashy Slashy, <laughs> and that puppet <laughs> is evil. Oh, God, of course. And I want it. <laughs> right. Wait, how is it evil? It attacks people. And, All puppets are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, no wonder why it's called Ashy. Ashy Slashy. So, uh, it's one of the sillier things that just works. Um, I don't think it's... It might be in the third season. I think it's it's towards the sec, end of the second season. But, yeah, there's a whole thing where he thinks he's, he's lost his mind. Mm. He's basically being convinced that he's... Crazy. And Ashy Slash, he ends up talking to the puppet. Oh, of Like, constantly. It's hilarious. Um, and you wouldn't think a little felt puppet would do much damage, but it does. It does quite a bit. Um, it has sharp teeth at one point. It's hilarious. Oh, my God. Ashy Slash. Just Google Ashy Slash sometime. Sometime. Yeah. And it is amazing. Uh, I'm almost wondering if there are TikToks. There oh, should no. be. Don't you ever I'm going to have to TikTok that. it. Um, I've recently gotten ever. a TikTok just so I can mindlessly scroll through something. Um, I've avoided it specifically for that reason. Like, as I realized, it would probably take up too much of my time. Uh, I mean, uh, in my situation, the situation I'm in right now, sometimes I just need time to be eaten away. Yeah. So, I mean, I have to go to work at 10 o'clock tonight and work until 6. She's like, there you go. I'm images. Is it? Is nope. It there? Where's he at? What the hell? Got to be kidding me. Uh, yeah, it didn't pop up. <clears throat> well, either way, I know you can find it on YouTube because I'm definitely oh, yeah. gonna. Ashy slashy, and I want one so bad. I want a puppet. Um, I don't know why. I just. You know who Haywood Banks is? Comedian. Yeah. Yeah. He has a song called Never Trust a Puppet. Oh, oh yeah. seriously? Okay, everybody. Seriously? Yeah, I say, so we've all heard that song. That's immediately what I thought of when you <laughs> first yet, brought that absolutely. up. Absolutely. I don't know. I think of puppets and I, I think uh, Avenue Q. Oh, yeah. The internet is for porn. Um, <laughs> Clearly the obvious cookie monster. <laughs> oh, yeah, voice. absolutely. Yeah. In fact, I know that you, you shop on Amazon and you do market <laughs> trades. What, what do you think? But what do you think they did afterwards? <laughs> what don't do you think he did after? <laughs> like just Grab the... your dick and double click for porn, porn, porn. <laughs> what yeah. even are those words? <laughs> what? Avenue Q. Yeah, it's, a, it's a no? broad view. Broadway. Okay. Nope. Definitely don't want to know now. And I'm going to see yeah. it anyway, right? Where are we at? You'll see it when you see it. Oh, no, I saw it. 
My eye was drawn right to it, so I saw it immediately. Just what does for, that say about me? Wow. I'm looking for the naughty stuff. Just for clarification, <laughs> God damn it, Google. Like, once again, type in Grand Canyon and it immediately takes you to porn. Like, that's the, you know, that kind of stuff. So be careful when oh, you search ashy slashy. <laughs> because I was expecting to, like, oddly enough, I was expecting to see, like, a snuff film and not that. But I should have realized the internet. It's the internet, and yeah. we were just seeing it. Where the, yeah, right, where the men are men, the women are men, and the children are FBI agents. That's the <laughs> internet in a nutshell. Okay. The men are men, got? the women are what men, and got? the children are FBI. I don't have to erase this. <laughs> Hold on. Let me see if I no, can no, bring it up. Uh, no, I mean, I'm pretty sure you can bring up what he found. It's pretty easy. Oh, I mean, I'm <laughs> trying to bring up the actual. It's uh, yeah, I mean, we're getting close. Yeah, we're, almost. We're, we're almost there. Uh, there was a controversial ending uh, at Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Got canceled right. after three seasons, three amazing seasons. Uh, Which is bullshit. Like, every, even if it's not making you money, every company has one product that is not making them money. Keep this one. Well, yeah, but at the same time, they're so, also had- here we go. There's Ashy. Yeah. Ashy Slashy. Love that. What? And then... Holy crap, it does look like a Muppet. Yeah. Right, right. right. Ashy Slashy. It looks like a... Uh, it looks and there's like the, other the Joker. <laughs> it yeah. looks like the Joker. Yeah. It looks oh, like I the want Joker. One oh, and when you do... Ash, at, when you look for Ashy Slashy Puppet, puppet. Uh, okay. definitely Google Puppet gotcha. to avoid the thing we saw. Yeah, that's... that's uh, but it also, wow. the first thing it, it pops up is shopping. So oh. you can buy this thing. Okay, well, I'm getting one. Oh, yes. I don't know. I don't know if I want one for $60. Okay, never mind. I've got one. Or $55. Yeah, I gotta admit, out of all the things that could justify spending, like, $50 on, if I was just like, yeah, I bought this. It's a puppet. I bought a puppet. I'm not Jeff Dunham. Like, I can't. <laughs> right, right, you can't. What are you talking about? You have a puppet maker. I mean, a master over here. Wait. Puppet Master. Hold on. We just bring up a horror oh, franchise here, Puppet Master. Oh, no, I love no, the no, Puppet no, Master no. movie. No, yeah. in a show, in a show to make it levitate. I'm Not the weird me. alien one. I am levitating, dude. There was an alien. There was a weird, and it's this eventually, is the difference. Eventually, everything. There's goes Puppet space. Master. Yeah. And then the alien one is Puppet Masters. Yes. Oh, it is go. awful. Yeah. It is god awful. It is like he's right. I think what was it? Greg Sestero was in one of the Puppet Master movies before his Tommy Wiseau collaborations. Oh yeah, nice. But yeah, I, that's go. that's a horror franchise for a different day. Yeah, the classic. <laughs> that reminds me that's of this game. Slashy. There's this game that came out. It has puppets in it, and it reminds me of those puppets in the game. But it's like a VR game. Oh. So there's one. I didn't care. Less, less TV. What's, what's, that, what's that puppet game called? Don't buy this? Like, no. I swear there's... Uh, I don't know what it's called. I can't think of it off the top of my head. But it's you... Essentially, puppets try to take over the world. Yep, there we go. But it's really, really good. Uh, it's like you have the puppet on your hand, and then what happens is, is that your mind... 
goes to that puppet and it becomes animated and it takes over your body. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really it's a really cool game and at the end of it it makes you really want to cry cuz it's just so good. I cannot think of the name of it though. You know. <laughs> Kind of, no. kind of makes me no. want to cry because no. I fucking hate puppets. There you go. <laughs> and dolls. Puppets don't bother me. Dolls. Oh, I was yeah. looking through Halloween. Specifically China dolls. Right? I was looking yeah. through Halloween that decorations. And I there's one that answer for this. There's one that uh, comes up that like won like a contest. Huh. It is a bunch of dolls leading out of the house. Carrying what looks like bodies, Guys. and it's just like a huge parade of them, and it creeps me right the fuck out. Like the island of dolls, mm-hmm. I'm never going there. Well, that's I mean, isn't what? <laughs> wouldn't that just be a funeral procession for the collector? Like that's I feel like that's the only way that could end. This is true. I don't know. The boy's gonna break his arm. I'm pretty sure he's yeah. about to explode. Yeah, I say I got it. Okay, this is, the, this is this thing that's super funny. Okay, so I wake up in the morning. I'm still like kind of sleepy. I'm still okay, kind of sleepy. I, I look at my drawer for some clothes. I look closely in the, oh, a doll. I mean, the scariest doll in the house. Did you burn the house That's down? more haunted. No, what I did was do it. I had it, I had it, the front of its head. Like its no, eyes and stuff on my face, on my hand right here. I just took it like this, <laughs> threw it in there. No, well, I was like, I was like telling, I was like telling daddy, I was like telling daddy, and I went out of nowhere. I just went. See, that's your first mistake. You didn't burn the house down. Right. That's the no. legit. No, I didn't want to burn the house down. I would be like. So. And plus, my Nintendo Switch. No, so you take the Switch out with you when you run out. No. No, just, just throw the doll on the stove and then let it melt for one minute. The third season was the, the ending of, of Ash versus the Evil Dead. Uh, because it got canceled, I don't know if they ended it that way on purpose or what, but for some reason, Ash beats the big bad guy. Hmm. And you know what? What? The big bad guy looks like Tommy Wiseau. Oh God! It, I mean, it makes sense in a way. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's not Tommy Wiseau, but I, I'm pretty sure it is not. Oh hi, Ash. What you doing, that? You're so funny, Ash. Tell me more stories. Ha <laughs> 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 ha! Your chainsaw arm is crazy. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, I'm trying to think of this dude's name. I still can't pinpoint. Well, actually, nobody can where that accent comes from. Nobody. What was it? The nostalgia critic interviewed Tommy was at one point. He, the first question he asked him, he just goes, "So, where in America did you grow up? Czechoslovakia, Poland, or France?" <laughs> and I'm like, "What are those words?" So yeah, like I. He's not forthcoming about it. I, I'm actually quite interested to know his backstory. Right? Like, I don't know. That's part he of the wants movie. to be the Joker? 8.30. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw that when he did the... Why so serious? Yeah. He wants to Why be the so Joker serious? horribly. And it, he almost has, like, the look, but... Oh, hi, Batman. What you doing today? 
You're tearing me apart, Batman. <laughs> Fuck. So does Ruby, does Ruby make it to the end of the season? Uh, yeah, she makes it to the end. She actually, it's a different Ruby. She's like from another time, so she's evil, mm. but she's not. Uh, it, you have to kind of watch it. It's it's kind of confusing. Like the Ruby that we like dies, replaced by an evil Ruby from before. Mm. <laughs> it, it's it's just one of those things. Um, Ruby keeps dying and coming back, like oh, every right. season. She's and I'm pretty sure she has a different hair color every time too. Like the first season, I think she's like a you got black hair. Second, it's like red hair. The third's blonde, um, or in some weird order of that. Uh, it's great. Uh, like I said, it is the Evil Dead dialed up to a twenty two. Yeah. Like so, they they uh, what do they call it when you do jump in the shark? Well, not jumping. Well, the shark. no, that wouldn't quite. Overclocking happen. a computer. Or, oh yeah, no, you're yeah overclocking. Where you're, yeah, over you you overclock a computer. Oh yeah, this is so overclocked. Um, but it, it is absolutely fantastic and a great thing to watch for Halloween. Right, no, which is is kind of where actually, we're yeah. all going with all of this. Is is it's great for Halloween. Yeah, uh, I mean, bring it in, bring Halloween in with a laugh and a good time. Right, like. It's the best. On my Halloween, you know, they do the 13 Nights of Halloween. Hmm. On that list is definitely Evil Dead movies, yeah. but also Idle Hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> funny this Easy, yeah. yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, I like my horror with a little bit of dark humor. Okay. You know? Hmm. And, and Evil Dead is where it's at. Seriously, watch Ready or Not. There is a little bit of dark humor in that. I'll have to and see. I, I do want to see that. I think it's just how detached everybody is. And the ending is batshit insane. Yeah. Like it's it's perfect. I, in terms of just having a good time, it was great. Rocking. Yeah, check and, it out. And just for a general, any Sam most of any of the Sam Raimi movies for Halloween are awesome to look at. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're majority of them are slapsticky. There are some serious movies that he has. Or I'm talking about his horror genre because he's done some other yeah. stuff too. But um, yeah, just check out Sam Raimi's. Movies, Drag Me to Hell was pretty good. I don't remember there being hardly any slapstick in that. Yeah, I liked that one. That was good. Yeah. I mean, I don't quite think she deserved what she got. No. And it was funny because but they asked... It Follows. The, uh, I don't remember. That Have was you guys like seen an, It Follows? It Follows is great. Yes. Yeah. 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 TV yeah, horror. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, watch. Uh, there's a good like vampire movie, but I'm not quite sure if she's technically a vampire or succubus or whatever, but it's a uh, habit. Habit. Larry Fessenden. Uh, huh. It was back from the 90s. But you're never quite sure if the vampire is actually like real or if it's just like some kind of weird metaphor for his alcoholism. Kind of like that weird uh, Nicolas yeah. Cage movie. Oh, Vampire's Kiss? Yes, where yeah. he's not actually a vampire. The crazy eyes. Everybody oh, yeah. has that picture of Nicolas Cage emblazoned in their mind, I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure. Vampire's Kiss. God, what a weird movie. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, are we good? Well, I think we've given enough love to Bruce Campbell to declare him the magnificent, <laughs> magnificent bastard. bastard. Uh, I have been told that we, at one point, by my sister, have to declare Viggo Mortensen as a magnificent bastard. I we just do that. don't know how we're going to do that. Because if we do Lord of the Rings, doesn't it just by default go to Peter Jackson? No. No? No. I, his his elf fetish alone kind of ticked me off, but um, 
Hey dog, well, Eastern Promises is a great movie it's too. Probably, um, I mean, if you want to see Viggo Mortensen's dick while he fights somebody ruthlessly, yes, watch Eastern Promises. He's very like understated in that movie. He almost makes you believe he's a mobster until you find out he's a cop. Yeah, but, like it's so I, weird. Yeah, but no, his his resume is fantastic. I mean, but Viggo. Sorry. Once once we get, but <laughs> I would I, mean, smart. I would it's almost give it because if we were talking Lord of the Rings, I'd give it to Tolkien. Just because he basically gave us D and D as well. Did we do Ghostbusters? We did. Oh, we did. Damn. Yeah, oh, it was one of it was long time. Yeah, ago. it was one of, a long time ago, thirty two episodes or so ago. Yeah. No, our first one was Phase Four. Yeah. Which still hasn't happened. Nope. Which got pushed back till next year. COVID. Although they said Wide Division might come out in November. Yeah, still supposed to be slated for November December, I think. Yet you know we were supposed to get. Winter Soldier and Falcon, or Falcon and Winter Soldier first. They're talking about Spider-Man Three with Doctor Strange in this. They're also talking. They're talking all kinds of weird shit with Spider-Man Three. Yeah, I've heard well, everything from Daredevil and the Punisher to Daredevil, Punisher, Electro. Oh yeah, Electro Doctor is Strange. Back mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard one, that they're going to use One Division. I hear to bring him back. One Division um, needs to. One Division seems like it should lead directly into Doctor Strange too. Right. Which is directed by Sam Raimi! Yay! No. Look at that. The circle, the, the snake just Doctor ate Strange. its tail. There like you go. It's taken. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. I am Kegger here with my co host, Ray BG. And Cody. Check us out on all the bullshits, <laughs> the social medias that I am actually starting to wean myself off of. Um, Good for you. Just because it's just poison. It's, it's so yeah. toxic. It's poisonous. Um, I've cut toxic people out of my life quicker than I've cut face. Tried to cut Facebook out of my life. Mm. It's just one of those things where it infects you. I don't know. Yeah. My Facebook went wonky and haywire. Went down. I haven't gotten it back since, and that was almost two months ago. So I feel bored mostly, but <laughs> maybe, maybe a little liberated. A little bit liberated. I just miss mindless scrolling, which is why I got the TikTok, which hmm. is what I was doing on Facebook anyway. I was just scrolling through videos. Yeah. So, fuck it. Uh, yeah. We hope you enjoy the spooky episode, the first of our spooky series for spooky season. I don't know how many times I can say spooky in the last few sentences of this podcast, but I'm going to throw them in there as, as many as I can. I love Halloween. I'm just going to say it. For I love the spookiness. We're going to throw it back to something from earlier. If you say spooky two more times, before <laughs> <laughs> fucking Lent Biscuit. God. <laughs> just one of those days. Sorry. Um, Name an album after his asshole. Chocolate starfish. Starfish and hot dog flavored water. He didn't Go name ahead. it out of his asshole. He named it after butt fucking. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Go uh, back to directing family movies, Fred Durst. Uh, he way. just directed one with Tom, uh, Tom John Travolta called Fanatic. It yep. looks crazy. I heard it was really bad. I've heard it was really bad, too. I kind of want to see it, though. It's kind of like I have to watch John Travolta movies, though, because he's hammy as shit. I, I just and, like watching train wrecks sometimes. Well, if you watch Face Off, though, it's like the two hammiest actors going to war with each other. I'm about it. I love it. Oh, I did, too. That's the thing. It's like you get, yeah, Nicholas Cage, John Travolta. It's just, yeah, that's all you need to say. Right. Oh, broken arrow. I don't know. Oh, Sorry. Goodness. Anyway. All right. Well, uh, I, I guess we can call it good night. Yeah. Say so we'll cut out there, I guess. All right. Hey, guys, take care out there in the world and be safe. Yep. Hail yourself. 2020 is almost <laughs> over.
Almost. Peace. Almost. Peace. Later, Peace. guys.